0: hello everybody hello everyone welcome to today's shit show um i just want (laughs) to say i'm already annoyed with it (laughs) okay let me set the scene paris and i are in our like we've moved from my floor to my bed we upgraded because paris wouldn't get out of my bed and not only that when i was like should we like do a sound check she was like no let's just fucking do this So, if the sound is awful, you can thank my co-host to the left of me, me Paris. I'm going to try to wrap this up
1: <laughs> as soon as possible because I am two feet away from Costa Vida, <laughs> And
0: I swear, <laughs> if I have to be... Well, okay. Uh, so, for people who don't know what Costa Vida is, I just had a mean, like, sweet pork taco salad. Yeah. And, and didn't brush her teeth afterwards. <laughs> okay, so. Anyways, let's get into this It's episode. been a long time since we've recorded, and we're it super has. excited to be here again. Yeah. Um. So, as we said, we always ask people for advice about, like, what we should do better, and somebody told me that we should be more relatable. Oh, yeah. So, what I'm going to swing into, like, the most relatable thing about me right now, is that I have awful B.O
1: it is true
0: like i don't even know how to control it i wear deodorant mm-hmm. i Maybe get you
1: try switching it out i don't know
0: i did oh. but it's like you know when it hits me the hardest is mm-hmm. when like i reach to put my seatbelt on and oh. my armpit gets lifted a little bit <laughs> and you and get a with and it's so bad <laughs> that is really bad actually <laughs> anyways um so that's my relatable thing of the day what's your relatable thing oh i feel like
1: i mean i don't smell oh this was rude the other day of anna (laughs) i was
0: wearing a shirt and she said i smelled like panda express so (laughs) maybe maybe i smelled like the back of paris and she smelled like straight up chow mein with (laughs) an entree of orange chicken (gasps) oh my gosh
1: so maybe that's my relatable thing is i smell like panda express who else feels
0: that way yeah
1: maybe you guys can be related to that also another thing is like I feel like this is pretty relatable especially for people who spend a lot of time with someone else me and Anna work together and then we hang out after work But there are times throughout the day where I want to take my fist and drill (laughs) it in Anna's head at least 12 times over and over again. And the thing is, like, she feels the same way about me.
0: But actually, it's not, like, the past three days have been especially hard because, like, I've been ranting to Paris a lot. I've been stressed about school in my life, and I'll, like, say something to Paris, and she'll look at me and she'll be like okay. (laughs) And I just want to swing a fist straight into her jaw. (laughs) Let me tell you, we did get in a little bit
1: of a physical altercation. Is that how you say it? Oh
0: yeah, last night. Last night,
1: Anna came up and said, put hand sanitizer on, you see word? And I get the hand sanitizer. I put it all in my hand. I have it in my hand and I come up from behind her and shove it in her mouth. (laughs) and then she starts punching me (laughs) yeah we don't have that many friends but the ones we have like us I guess I don't know this this kind of segues into this thing I've been wanting to ask Anna about this for a while and um I think it speaks to our character it's like this shopping cart um it's not like a phenomenon. I don't know what to call it. It's like a shopping cart thing. It's like philosophy, Philosophy, you know, and it's like, are you a good person? Or are you not a good person? So, Anna, let me ask you this question. When you go okay. shopping at the store and you use a shopping cart, um, do you go put that shopping cart back where it belongs? Yeah. Okay. See, a lot of people just leave it like in the like, you know, you've seen it in the parking lot, you know, you just leave it because the thing is, is like you get n- no one is forcing you to go put it back. You don't, you lose time by putting it back anyways. You don't get anything from it. Mm-hmm. It's just about being c- courteous. Right. So I just want to award you with the Nobel Peace Prize now.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> Do you put them back? Yeah, I do. I feel like some things are just, it's like when you go to a fast food restaurant, you, no one's telling you you have to clean up after yourself. That's true. But you do it. Mm-hmm. So like that's how I I just feel like in situations like those, people the last thing they need to worry about is putting your shopping cart away. Yeah. Um. So thank you so much for my Nobel Peace Prize. I will hang this right up. You're
1: really welcome. You
0: know what you should get a Nobel Peace Prize for? Huh. Paris has been running a Tinder account for me, (laughs) and it's not. I have no access to the account. I have no idea what is said on it, but nope. Paris runs it. She took the initiative and started an account for me. So it's under my name, but it's Anna's face. And so I, like,
1: filter through, and I'll give people um, that I match with who I think are cute, but me and Anna have, like, similar taste. Um, sometimes I I uh, strike strike out with who I think is cute, and then Anna doesn't think they're cute, and then we're in a tricky pickle, Um
0: but did you just say Tricky Pickle? <laughs>
1: Should we restart?
0: Like, this is so... I'm just
1: kidding. I'm, I just found a lot of earwax in these headphones, and I, like, wanted to vomit. So that's pretty relatable. Like, speaking of earwax,
0: <laughs> guys do you eat her
1: earwax I do not
0: you little bitch (laughs) I do not eat my earwax but she's
1: tasted it I don't
0: know why or how I've tasted it but I've tasted my earwax before and And I I have never I refuse to believe that other people have not like I don't know it's like it's like you know what hand sanitizer tastes like but you don't eat hand sanitizer like it's one of those things
1: okay that's different um sweet nibblets yeah but i mean since we haven't been on the podcast for a long time there's a lot of things we need to catch you up on and one of those things is one of a pretty embarrassing moment i don't usually get embarrassed and you guys know this but um i went up to go look for apartments because i thought i was gonna be moving out to go to college but you know corona has a mind of its own Um, And so I was looking for apartments and because of COVID, like the people can't show me the apartment themselves. So they just gave me the key and they gave me a map to go look at the place. (laughs) And so I'm like looking at this map and everything like looks the same. I don't understand it, but I finally find the place and I walk in, like I use the key. I walk in and um, there's a cat just like sitting there and I'm like, okay I like going to like flight or fight flight or fight mode and I'm like I'm getting this cat like fed I'm getting this cat out of this situation because I thought the cat had been abandoned like there was stuff everywhere and so I'm like going through all the cupboards and the drawers and I'm trying to find cat food I'm like getting it water and like the house smells disgusting it's so dirty and then I'm like looking through everything and like I'm like I think someone lives here there's like baby stuff and then I go into the TV room and like the office was like on pause and I was like shit maybe someone lives here and so I start like screaming like hello hello I get no answer so I do some more snooping Like, like I don't know why I was like just looking around but I was like what do I do with this cat or anything in this meantime I was like Um, I was like, I need to, I need to get the help of Anne. And so I call Anna, I FaceTime Anna, and she's like, well, go look around. Because I'm like, I screamed, no one's, like, answered me or anything. And so I'm like, okay. And so I start walking up the stairs, and there's this, like, five, eight man, 200 pound guy at the top of the stairs. And he goes, uh, uh, Hello? And
0: Anna hangs up on the FaceTime. Like, she doesn't even say anything. She starts laughing and hangs up. The secondhand embarrassment was, like, I had really bad secondhand embarrassment. But you were, you were fine. I tried to call you back once I got myself together to see if you were okay. Yeah. But he helped you, didn't he, to find he the right place? He helped me
1: to find the right place. But it was so, like, I just feel so bad. Like, the homie told me he had just gone through a divorce. Like... Oh, the last thing I said before Anna hung up is, I said, "It smells like shit in here." <laughs>
0: you did. You one hundred percent
1: did. And he would. There he was. Lo and behold, um.
0: Well, that might be your embarrassing thing, mm-hmm. but you know what hits the core, like hits what? you to the core, of the deepest, is when you get embarrassed alone. And the biggest thing I do that like makes me embarrassed when I'm alone mm-hmm. is. I have a problem with hitting curbs. Oh my gosh, me too. I seriously probably hit a curb at 20 miles per hour once a week. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. It's so bad. And this Father's Day, my dad, I wrote him a card and I was like, I may hit curbs, but at least I'm still your favorite child. And a day later, it came back to bite me in the ass because he's like, I'm going to teach you how to fix the front end of your card Oops, car. So you stop hitting curbs. And um so yes, my name is Anna Sophia Rowe. I will have a show on the Discovery yes. Channel and I will be remodeling cars <laughs> on a reality TV show.
1: <laughs> this is Fast and Furious. Thanks for showing in. Oh my gosh. I the what's so hard is like I don't care hitting a curb, like it's whatever, it happens. But one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done is when I pull up to Anna's house <laughs> and I'm like blasting my music and I hit a curve and I look up and I see Anna's dad just staring at me, just like,
0: uh. Um. So yeah,
1: that was that was something.
0: So let's talk a little bit, little bit about our office life at work. Oh yeah, it's been going well. It's, it's going four, well. Week four. I think at so. The office. We do really good together, but I did recently get a little bored halfway through the day at work, and so I sent Paris. Oh. I said oh. Paris a video. I just found it on YouTube. Like, I was like, what can spice up this day and make this nine to five a little better? Like, mind
1: you, me and Anna are in this room, like, this open room with probably about 30 people. And, like, I get the text, I look down, and I just start laughing because I was like, what? Like, what is going through her head? And, like,. I don't know why I got like embarrassed. Like I, like I felt like everyone <laughs> knew that I had a video of a colonoscopy on my phone. <laughs> like I just felt so embarrassed, but it was funny. Yeah, no, it's good because we, we can like, um, what I like is since we work together, we can we have this system where we can like chat to each other's it, Basically, we can email each other all day long. Right. And um, so I can always hear Anna's little laugh when I when I do something when I say something funny. But yeah, our coworkers are fun. I love them. I think we're gonna go on a camping trip. I'm not
0: invited because I'm not on the same team as Paris at work. Yeah. No, you're invited. I'm sure I could go. Yeah. Um. So as you guys know, Paris and I did delete our very very first episode Mm -hmm. and there's something we talked about in it that we need to bring up again Uh uh-huh
1: i kind of forgot i don't even know what you're gonna say it's my girl jake oh my gosh this is the most genuine thing about anna jake let me give you a let me give you a rundown of this feline so she's a cat and it's a she and she's about 30 pounds and we know that because we weighed her she's Um, a big
0: mama and she
1: is so
0: ugly (laughs) (laughs) okay okay she She is like balding (laughs) she's so sweet and she's so cute but since she's so overweight we do shave her in the summer but like we go we take her to a professional groomer and they shave her a little bit so she's cool in the summer And usually (laughs) it grows back, and we're going on a full year that her hair has not grown back at all. She is
1: not popping back like she used to. But
0: she really is so cute. (laughs) She's so fat. But she, like, if you ever say hi to her, she'll always meow at you back. Like, you're like, hi, Jake, and she goes, meow. And she's so cute. (laughs) Like, she's just,
1: like, genuine. She is pretty genuine. That's another thing that we need to talk about. G-Card. G-Card. Um, So we see a lot of genuine things. But the thing is, is, like, we've been throwing out genuine like it's nothing. Like, it's motherfucking, you're cute,
0: you know? Like, like the g- being called genuine is one of the highest honors. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So let me give you a prime example. Yes. Paris and I recently went on a hike. Mm-hmm. And there was an old guy walking towards us wearing socks with sandals, and he was with his dog. hmm And as we were approaching him, I said, Paris, this man gets a G-card. And she said, no. And then we stopped, and we talked to him. We, we asked, what's your dog's name? And he goes... Oh, you know, this is my little mini Mags. <laughs> and that's his so And he was like, she. I can't so keep up with her these days. She just was, keeps me active. And it was a Pomeranian. <laughs> it was so cute. He was. I mean, the guy was really cute. So like that, and he got a G card. That's an example yes. of the G card. Or just like people who, like old people driving mm-hmm. alone, they get the mm-hmm. G card. Mm-hmm. Paris and I, a few days ago took away my grandmother's g-card <laughs> because you did my grandma so dirty. spread rumors she's a gossiper and she this is. rumor was that my mom had made dinner and she <laughs> told so many people as in just my aunt to come to our house for dinner and not just any dinner
1: but tacos she said she <laughs>
0: I'll have to bleep that out. (laughs) Sorry for the fire acoustics. (laughs) I name dropped. Anyways, but my grandma was spreading rumors that my mom was making dinner. But lo and behold, she gets her G-card back because she is so cute.
1: She is a really wonderful lady. She sees the good in everything. Yeah. Oh, um, the other day we were listening. What song were we listening
0: to? (laughs) We were listening to a song by the baby. <laughs> I think it was like, a I don't you know, know. I was can't remember a song it was just a song by
1: the baby. We, so we were listening to the, 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 the baby.
0: And not only we were, were we listening to this song, but whilst doing this, we were driving by my ex-boyfriend's house. Exactly. <laughs> a thing that we do. Quite often. Quite often. Um, and Anna
1: turns to me <laughs> and let me let me paint the picture. We're driving in a convertible, the top is down, to my right house is there, the sun is setting, it's beautiful, the baby is bling. and she goes, this song on a
0: hump of because I didn't even mean it like that. Like I just meant that the song was good. No, that ain't relatable, I don't
1: know what is. <laughs> Something else that's pretty relatable is the fact that Anna has been nervous lately. <laughs> like, we will see people out in public and just, like, Paris, I can't do this. Like, I just... <laughs> and, oh, oh, and today, literally five minutes ago, Anna... We also need to bring this up. Anna needs to be stopped. I have If a you're tendency. wearing a jersey... <laughs> hide hide your Instagram from her
0: (laughs) I have like this tendency to just DM random people Mm -hmm. one of my favorite DMs I've ever sent was to Donovan Mitchell (laughs) and I'm from Salt Lake and anyone who lives in Utah knows that like Donovan Mitchell is like a treasure to everybody and I have this reoccurring dream that I'm at a popular mall with my mom Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and we see Donovan Mitchell in public and she goes up to him and talks to him and embarrasses me. And I wake up like super stressed out because anyone who knows this, this is quite like something that could happen in real life. Mm-hmm. So on Mother's Day, I DM Donovan Mitchell and I was like, hey, happy Mother's Day. I have a reoccurring dream of blah, 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 what I just explained. And I told my family about it at family dinner and everyone was like, Anna he is going to see that <laughs> and I was like no he's not and then I like I realized how many people I just dm mm-hmm. like my senior year I didn't get asked to prom I dm'd Casey Musgraves and I was like thank you so much for writing this You're song rainbow me. it got me through the hardest well, the over. Over. okay well why did <laughs> you say that wrong Anyways, but I do, like, DM a lot of celebrities. And I DM'd, like, I don't even know how I find these people. I don't know. But I DM'd this, like, random baseball player from the minor leagues. And I, like, said, hear me out. Would you want to go on a date? And it was obviously a joke. And he took it really seriously. He was freaking out. And he was like, I don't even know you. I'll give you my number. You can call me. (laughs) So back to me being nervous, i made paris call him and pretend to be me
1: and i did well
0: i did real well she did except for the fact that she used her own personal (laughs) attributes while talking to him so anna has to learn spanish quick because paris was speaking spanish to him and i cannot speak spanish no play though um so yeah paris thank you for doing that needless to say i don't think him and i will be going on a date anytime soon i don't know he said
1: he's gonna be coming to uh your place of residency arizona yes we'll see um speaking of arizona um oh my gosh you want to talk about no I don't want to
0: cut you off but I'm looking at the longest hairs on the top of my foot right now (laughs) I wish everyone could see this maybe
1: I'll insert a clip somehow like like maybe we need to make an Instagram account that we can put pictures honestly
0: guys if you hit our email I'll send you a picture of the hair on my foot
1: (laughs) it's so bad it's sticking straight up speaking of hair one time I had a giant chin hair and Anna pulled it out. With for me. my
0: bare hands.
1: We were about to work out and she said, Let me get this for you, Ma. It was nice. What were you gonna say about Arizona? Oh, this is something that boosts my ego. Um you know how Arizona I you need to explain it. Because if I explain it, it's just gonna sound like I
0: don't know what you're talking about. Like Can you read the pointer? Oh my gosh, sorry. (laughs) Paris is pointing something out on the script. Um, When I moved down to ASU for school, I was like really nervous, getting really homesick. And the day before I left, Paris had returned a shirt to me, which she had in her possession. Mm -hmm. Um, I never washed that shirt when I went to school. And when I would get homesick, I would take it out and smell it because it smelled like Paris. No, it smelled like Panda Express. (laughs) And you were craving Panda Express. No, but it really did smell like Paris. And I never wore the shirt either because I was like, I cannot get rid of the smell of Paris. (laughs) And not only that, but I used to blast rainbow and look through a photo album that you gave me before (laughs) I (laughs) left. i didn't know that yes i didn't know that it's it was so sad that's pretty tender anyways thank you for that and also because of that i bought the same perfume paris uses Mm -hmm. so that i can always smell like her yeah anyways remember when you said i like to h-u-m-p babies yes but what i said was dogs and yeah, now i'm trying to think like clarify. why is that even better it's
1: not but it was a, <laughs> she doesn't actually that it was, was a, a joke, joke you
0: guys um when i moved to arizona nobody got my humor nobody yeah. got my humor yeah
1: like i i yeah at utah state it was like that too like it was just weird.
0: Like there was this guy I was like talking to for a while, and he had a corgi, and he loved his <laughs> corgi so much. And I was like, "Well, like, have you guys like kissed yet?" And he was like, "No, like, what?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I can It was just a joke. Yes. And then it's weird. Like after you're like, "Oh, I was just kidding,"
1: and they d- and then they're just they like, just well, have what? to get it right away. Just, like weird. Like it, they just make it so weird. And then it's like. I'm, like, embarrassed for them because they don't understand what's funny and not
0: funny.
1: I'm not embarrassed for myself, for them, because they look like the fool, not me when I say, you want to have a relationship
0: (laughs) with a dog. Yeah. Um, what should our serious topic of the day be? Um,
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. What's been on your mind lately? Oh, this is actually pretty important, I think. Um, I feel like both of us like this just got real deep real quick, or it's going to um and i I'm reminded of it because I've been looking for um a therapist for a while, and I feel like there's a lot of stigma around that, you know that it's weird if you have a therapist or it's weird like if you need um medication or um you need to go to a psychiatrist or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people. Um, think that admitting that you need help and that you're not 100% think that that's a sign of weakness but um, in all honesty it's just being vulnerable and Brene Brown Anna gave me this book um, vulnerability is strength so you have to be vulnerable and it's a really good book you guys should read it it's dare to lead by or Brene any Brown.
0: anything by Brene Brown is really good Yeah, she's
1: really cool um, and so, anyway, she like talks about how um, vulnerability is at the core of every single emotion you feel. So it's true. For example, like yes, you're, I'm, you're gonna feel sad, you know, and it's vulnerable, but it's good that you're feeling sad because that means you're feeling something, and you, and that means that you're gonna one day feel happy, and you're and gonna I one think day feel loved.
0: I think one of my favorite things that Brene talks about is how she always talks about how she, in one part of her book, she said, nobody can name one courageous act that didn't involve vulnerability. And exactly. it's so true. The most successful people, the most successful inventions, the most successful ideas came from a place of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you have a great business idea and you're pitching – pitching pitching it to investors and you're not feeling vulnerable then I feel like you don't like love it enough or that it's not it's not it's not your everything so anything courageous that you do will take vulnerability Mm -hmm. and I feel like growing and figuring out like how to be happy takes a lot of vulnerability too yeah And also, now that we're on my rant of Brittany Brown, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite quotes that she grounds all of her work in is this Teddy Roosevelt quote. I don't know it word by word, so look up Man in the Arena, Teddy Roosevelt, and you'll find it. But basically, the essence of it is that you if you're the man in the arena you should not let the people in the audience judge you exactly because they're not in there with you, you right know?
1: they're never gonna know defeat and that means that they're also never gonna know success
0: so just always um remember who you let critique you mm-hmm. and not even critique you but like who you let make you feel bad about yourself yeah does exactly. that make sense yeah no one should make you feel
1: bad about yourself but like you also need to think of, am I even going to allow this person in my life to comment on it, even if it's good or bad? Like, right. is this person even, like, worth hearing from? If not, if they're not in the arena, if they're not trying their best to... Their too,
0: opinion should not exactly. hit you to be, your core. But when someone who is very vulnerable and in the arena with you offers yeah. you a critique, like, like I yeah. feel like Paris, one thing that, like like you said it's therapy I'm Mm -hmm. not very good at going to therapy but you've always suggested it to me Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take that critique from you because I know you're in the arena I'd be in there
1: (laughs) battling it out you know my emotions um my feelings and I feel like this is also something that's really important um and maybe this will help someone else you know like I feel like even though it's not like super courageous of us to do a podcast obviously that takes nothing but like we're obviously still being vulnerable and
0: um no it is a vulnerable thing like is. i literally talked about me queefing on command and when we go to parties everyone talks about everyone that. asks me to queef on command and as much as i wish that i could use that as a party trick <laughs> i did it once and it was that was it that was my moment of that vulnerability where,
1: that really was but
0: no it is a really vulnerable thing considering that like the internet is forever mm-hmm. but i never want to be someone who's afraid to say what's on my mind because exactly. of the repercussions yeah I obviously like- everything you say should be in good taste and mm-hmm. respectful mm-hmm. but i would never retract something um never say never i would never retract the hump and statement. <laughs> <scene. laughs> just kidding oh my gosh Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever be able to get a job because of these podcasts. And the answer is probably not. But
1: anyways, I was going to say this, too. I want to say this. Maybe this will help someone who listens, you know. Um, I, for me, like, I have a wonderful life. And I have wonderful people in my life. And I'm very grateful for that. And I realize that. And so it was really hard on me, I guess. Um, It was difficult for me to be like, oh, I'm sad. I'm feeling this type of way when I had all these amazing things in my life I was using that as an excuse not to feel sad but that's not how it should be I should use those things I should use that support like the people in my life and I should use that to help me get out of that sadness not as like I'm feeling sad and that's completely separate from the people the people you know like I need to be okay with feeling how I'm feeling but then use the people and the wonderful things I have in my life to get out of that you know um you just need to be aware with your like in touch with your emotions I think at least for me I feel like that's something I'm trying to learn still that just because I have a lot of good things in my life doesn't discredit the fact that I have feelings you know yeah yeah yeah, that's facts yeah. on facts. There's always gonna be people. There's always gonna be people like who have it worse than you, and there's always gonna be people who have it, or so it seems, better than you. But you just gotta. I don't know. I sound like freaking Tony
0: Robbins or someone like Kylie that. Kylie Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's maybe. true. Everyone find their own happiness. And honestly, if any of you ever need help finding resources or just want someone to chat with you can always hit up our email Mm -hmm. any day of the week it's gotta ask boy or girl at
1: gmail.com
0: and i feel like there's only one way to close out this podcast and that is to tell you guys that the mic is sitting up on a book that i recently got (laughs) that says how to read the constitution (laughs) so watch out thomas so what i'm saying is this is the perfect segue for me To tell you guys to fucking register to (laughs) vote and go vote. A lot of states are having their primaries right now or Mm -hmm. they've closed. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But research your state and get out there. Let's make a difference. Show up. It matters who you vote for, but I'm not going to tell you who to vote for because Mm -hmm. it's your job to figure it out. And with that, we want to say thank you. We love you guys so much. We love you
1: so much. Have a lovely rest of your day, week night, whatever you're doing. Love you babies.